Okay, Keith here from Beat the Casino. Welcome back today to our nightly broadcast about uh, Baccarat and Blackjack. I know last night we had a great discussion about uh, some legacy systems. I think we were talking about System 40 uh, and combining that with Opposite Time Before Last and some other things. And, uh, you know, we'll pick it up from there. Let me just bring up the chat window here and uh, see, uh, see who we're... Uh, Who's chatting with us here? Okay, great. Uh, so ask your questions in the chat window. We can certainly discuss anything uh, that you want to talk about. I believe, though, I'll pick it up with um, where we left off last night. We were talking about uh, using uh, time before last. And uh, and uh, sounds like some people are trying to get in touch with me here. Let me just take a look uh, in case it's somebody trying to get into the chat. Um, now we're fine. Okay. Um, time before last was our last topic last night, and we were used talking about that, combining it with uh, System 40, which was always bet opposites. One of the questions was, um, when you use uh, opposite time before last, uh, what do you do after each event? So basically, again, to kind of restate what we were talking about, there's a real easy way to... Uh, to watch time before last uh, you can go ahead and simply um, bet opposite after a repeat and bet repeat after an opposite so you're always gonna lose to one in a row, which is the downside to opposite time before last of course contrast that to system 40 is you're gonna win every one in a row so those two approaches when you're uh, in the game and you want to try to make some strategic concepts um, those two approaches complement each other really well you win all the one in a rows with system 40 you win all the two in a rows with uh, OTB4L consequently you don't lose the two in a rows in system 40 you win one chip and the same is true as if you've bet a negative progression with opposite time before last pardon me you win one chip on every two in a row. So you're going to win betting a, a short negative progression uh, with System 40 and OTB for 4L. You're going to win every one in a row and every two in a row that occurs, which isn't bad. So uh, again, though, you, you certainly have to go around and match the table to the game or to your strategy. So you have two to pick from. If you're just starting out, you're going to learn system 40 and opposite time before last and try to find tables where those two uh two approaches will beat the game and you can switch back and forth uh when you see triggers hey uh hey uh i see some folks are here don fuller of our forum uh mike wilson i'm here too hi don how are you uh i was picking up the discussion tonight just since you guys just joined us forgive me for repeating it uh, i was talking about legacy system 40 and opposite time before last we're getting a lot of questions about that last night so i just wanted to pick up and see if everybody's clear on system 40 and opposite time before last okay so consequently then the other approach that you want to have in your arsenal of tricks is time before last and time before last is probably one of the most played system in Baccarat if you don't know it um, it's very interesting and, it, and it's simply played like this whatever won the time before last is what you bet okay relevant to the side so for instance if 
banker wins the first hand. Okay, so you don't know what happened the time before that yet because it's a new shoe. And then on the second hand, banker wins. Okay, so now you're 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 ready to set and choose something to bet on the third hand. Well, you look back two hands. So the second hand was banker. Now the first hand was banker. So time before last bets banker. It bets exactly what occurred on the hand two hands ago. Okay, so that's a real interesting concept. Now, what will happen if you bet time before last? Well, if you bet time before last, every zigzag run, every one that goes banker, player, banker, player, banker, player, you're going to win, okay? You're gonna win every one of those bets. Also, too, you're gonna win every long run, okay? that starts at three. Now at three, you're gonna break even because what'll happen is if banker wins the first hand and player, let's say player wins the next hand, now your next bet is banker, okay? Now, if you play time before last, you're gonna go over to player on the next hand. If you can kind of visualize that. Well, let's say banker wins. Okay, so you, you just lost that because it's a potential two in a row. Time before last will lose to all two in a rows every hand. Okay? So now for you to win this, you have to catch up by betting two units on banker again. And if it goes to a three, then of course you won. Okay, so three in a row, you pretty much, uh, they'll come up every once in a while, as you know. Uh, it likes three in a row, it likes four in a row even more, and five in a row, and six in a row, all the long runs. Uh, you're absolutely going to uh, to win every one of those. The only thing that you're going to get jammed up in is two in a rows and one in a rows followed by two one twos, one two ones, stuff like that. Really, just sends you down the wrong path with time before last. So experiment with it, and you'll see what I'm talking about. Now, there's a lot of discussion. Okay, um, hi James, how you doing? Thanks for stopping by and joining us tonight. Um, yeah, nice to see you. Uh, also, too, what you'll see with time before last is a lot of folks like to bet it with a really strong progression. And of course, you know, we, we don't uh, we don't uh, recommend that. But a lot of folks like to use a Fibonacci with it. And, uh, you know, if you can do it for really low stakes and, and what I mean, really low stakes is, you know, uh, you know, I'm talking if you can bet it in a dollar game or something like that, because it can get out of control and it isn't something you want to do. But to have some fun with it. Uh, you can uh, you can bet uh, Fibonacci. Let me talk about the Fibonacci. I think most people who gamble know what a Fibonacci is. If not, I'll explain it. It's just a se sequence of numbers that adds the last two numbers to the progression, whether it be up as you win or up as you lose. Now, originally, it starts with, most people don't start at where it actually starts at. It actually starts at zero and then one. So then it goes zero, one, one, two, three, five, eight. 13, 21, 34, so on, 55, so on and so forth, okay? That's how, how many times you would actually go up. And every if you win any of those, you'll, you'll end up winning. Uh, you'll win the, the sum of the last two, especially if you do it in an up as you win. But some folks like to do it as an up as you win, uh, trying to win three or four hands in a row. So they generally don't start at zero. They'll just start at one. So the Fibonacci sequence goes ones, two, one, two, three, five, eight, thirteen. So if you think about it, if I bet one and win one, okay, so now I'm one chip up. Now I bet, now I bet two, okay? Then I bet three. Now what happens is, is anytime you win, you always win the sum of the last two. So if you bet 
If you bet one, two, now you're up three, and now you bet all those. So you have to win the three bet. Now you're up six, the one, two, and the three. Now you bet five. So at that point, if you lose the five, you're still up one chip less than big. So you have to get to a streak at least that long to win any chips. Now, when you also too, when you get to the higher, to the higher uh, numbers, uh, in theory, when you do it on paper, as you know, if you're a baccarat or a blackjack player, in theory, when you actually play it. Uh, it's one thing to actually bet it. It's another thing to do it on paper because now when you're betting, you know, let's say, for instance, you get up to 1, 2, 3, 5, 8, 13. Okay, well, in quarters, you know, that's $325 or 1300 if you're playing black. So in theory, it's easy to write that number down and circle it like you want. But where most people... Uh, would fall short is they wouldn't actually ha make the actual bet. Of course, who has the bankroll? And if you if if you don't have the bankroll and you actually win all those bets up to that point, who's actually going to bet it? You're going to take the win and and go home probably. So in any event, that's that is the time before last system. Again, it's really popular with folks who like to bet progressions up as you win up as you lose now again the great thing about time before last if you get a good choppy zigzag game of lots of one in a rows or a good straight run game a strong side banker or player um, you can't miss with it. It, it, it it's gonna it's gonna run you right up the positive side of things okay so so that's our time before last okay I played a system 40 and one uh, hi James uh, conservative on the six chops and the six streaks I would flat bet and increase half my bet each time till it lost. Yeah, you can do that. You just have to be careful with negative progressions. Um, you know, what you can do is um, a lot of folks, if you're playing in a, let's say, a $10 game, if, if it's a stadium Baccarat game, you can usually find those stakes and you're trying to experiment with these approaches. Uh, and you're looking for a good system 40 game, you can start with two, which is $10. Uh, well, you can even find a $5 game on Stadium Baccarat, actually. But you can start with two. Think of, of starting your negative progression as two, three, four, or two, three, five, if you want to break even on the third one. And sometimes that gives you a little bit more torque, especially if you find yourself uh, winning the two, the first bet a lot. So if you're winning the first bet a lot, then betting a two, three, four would actually be a better way to bet it than a than a one, two, three. So, so take a look at all the different variations of, of how to bet, either flat betting or betting a one, two, three negative or a two, three, four negative or a one, two, three positive. I can tell you that positive progressions are certainly a good way to play sometimes, especially uh, you know when you identify a bias, uh, either a strong side streak or a, a extremely choppy game. Uh, I found it, and, and most players will agree, uh, that it works best uh, when you identify a strong side, strong side streak, uh, for instance, on banker or player or something along those lines, uh, to bet it a little, a little, little stronger uh, up as you win progression, maybe a one, two, three, five, uh, and then just continue to bet the five until you, uh, until you uh, miss the last one. So it's a great way to win. Great, all the things to think about. Now, not necessarily that this is, I'm not telling you to go out and play System 40 and OTB4L and Time Before Last and always bet up as you lose or up as you win. You kind of have to have all these tricks in your arsenal and understand what they're all about. If you watch great players, um, someone who's very methodical, uh, and you, the only way you get to know them is to kind of uh, see them in the casino more times 
uh, a lot of the times is to frequent the casinos and watch other players play. It's a very important thing to do when you're watching other players. Um, and you'll see you'll see this type of player a lot of times with the up as you win betters. You'll see them win an awful lot on a streak, and then you come back 35 or 45 minutes later, and what did they do? They lost all their chips back. But the person you want to watch for is someone who's a little bit more controlled. When they see an opportunity to go ahead and bet, they may push it a little bit. And then when things start changing, a lot of a lot of times a great player who can't figure anything out will simply just stop, take what they've won and walked away, walk away from the the table and uh, sit down and take a break and go outside and you know rethink what they're doing. So that's also a great way. I agree on the positive progression. See sl slots of chops, streaks, learning more in pattern recognition, reading the chops, twos, streaks, and runs. Yeah, thanks, thanks, uh, James. I appreciate you. Uh, contributing that very much. Um, so there is a lot of things. Let me take a quick sip here. I know I tend to talk um, a little fast sometimes when I talk about gambling. Maybe it's the adrenaline rush. I'm not sure. Um, so, so that is the time before last strategy. So now you have system 40, opposite time before last, time before last, and somebody keeps, uh, somebody's trying to get my attention. Perhaps they can't log in. Um, Okay, so, um, yeah, there's not much I can do if you can't hear. Uh, check your computer, I guess I would say, but I guess you can't hear that. Um, one of the things that um, you can look at then again is, so we have, uh, let me regather my thoughts. You have time before last, opposite time before last, and system 40. Okay, so on top of that, if you look at our, net, our, our legacy systems, you also want to take a look at SAP. And I don't believe I talked about SAP individually, but I've talked about it um, uh, collectively with some other folks on our YouTube channel. Okay, so, so what is SAP? It originally, uh, originally spoke about it with self-adjusting progression is what it stood for. Now, that probably wasn't the best thing we ever named anything, but at the time, it actually fit. So what, what a self-adjusting progression does is it compares ones, twos, threes, and fours, and it's trying to determine if all of them are occurring at the expected frequency within the realm of randomness. So what we used to do is use a weighted count. So we would bet one, we would count ones as one, twos as twos, threes as four, and four or mores as eight. And then what we could always do as we progress down through the shoe, we could always see if there was an equal distribution or an expected distribution of ones, twos, threes, and four. Now, it obviously wasn't a perfect way to do it. And you had to have enough sample size for it to actually uh, come through. But it was a good start. And so you could glance the numbers. We used to keep a running chart and comparing the ones, twos, threes, and four. Now, what we found was that if, if you see a lot of one in a rows and two in a rows, it was simply better to just simply count them and find out the disparity between them, okay? Um, when you find the disparity between them, you can go ahead and and then bet that that disparity will actually continue to occur. So 
In that case, you could use SAP to find disparity in games and make the appropriate bet on each game. And again, we, we found it to be more valuable to go ahead and just simply count the number of ones, count the numbers of twos, and count the numbers of threes, and then compare and contrast. Whatever would happen to be ahead, it was better to bet what was ahead would continue to occur. So if in the game you have, uh, let's say, five two in a rows, only two one in a rows, and zero three in a rows, on the next potential two in a row, for instance, if you had two players, and then all of a sudden you're at it's time to make the decision two players you look at your sap chart geez i've had five two in a rows one one in a row and no three in a rows so we found in baccarat that it's better to bet what has occurred will continue rather than what hasn't occurred to bet it will continue to bet it will change so in that case we would bet that instead of betting player again to go to a three in a row we would bet banker and bet opposite and a lot of times we were very successful doing that now it doesn't work in every game i mean but it does it is a thing to consider when you're looking at a uh, baccarat shoe and you've seen this right you've seen this on tote boards you you walk by a tote board and all of a sudden there's a string of twos and they're all twos and you don't see any threes maybe you see a couple ones in there and maybe you see a couple fours you know uh, and couple fives but no three in a row now there's another way to bet that too what we used to do when we use the sap count and again we still do use the sap count is if it goes to a three in a row player you actually have two chances to be right on this you're betting what's called least common so you would bet that it's going to go opposite because we have all these two in a rows previous to that but let's say for instance you bet player oh my goodness the time you bet it it just went to a three in a row well now remember that isn't what we call a confirmed three in a row okay that's still a three in a, a potential three or more it could go to four so now you have one more bet to make it right so there are no three in a rows so that's least common so you want to bet that least common will not occur so now instead of betting that it will go opposite to banker you're going to bet that the three in a row goes to a four in a row and bet player again so there's a lot of ways to use those statistics to uh, make the most intelligent bet in the game and try to pick out a bias so again that that was the concept of least common and most common and we can get into that yeah that's true thanks a lot james um same same applies to roulette yeah I, i'm not sure who said that but yes there's a lot of truth to that i think that's canada bach jam thanks michael okay legacy system okay um yeah thanks for contributing to the chat uh, forgive me if i don't look over and see it uh, uh i try not to miss it but uh on occasion i do um okay so now we were talking about the concept of least common um now our players um mostly like excuse me betting against least common in other words if you don't see an event and that event pretentious presents itself as a potential then you're going to bet that it's not going to occur so just like the example i said if you have a two in a row and there haven't been any three in a row you have a potential two in a row but none of the two in a rows have gone to three you're going to bet opposite but again you have the chance to bet it again and this is i think a lot of people miss this if it does by chance go to a three but there are four in a rows in the game you want to bet that that three 
is going to go to four. So if you really think about it, when you're betting least common events, you have the opportunity to hit it twice. So those are two other, a couple more concepts to think about. Let's go ahead and summarize what we're talking about here in our Baccarat chats. So we talked about system 40, combining now with opposite time before last. Then we added time before last. Then we talked about the Fibonacci betting pattern. We talked about the negative betting betting pattern. And now we talked about the SAP or self-adjusting progression score. Actually, we really call it event count now, which is comparing ones to twos, twos to threes, threes to four, and the overall scheme of the game. The other thing to review is we found it more valuable if we just simply keep a running count, not a balanced count, because within the framework of 72 hands, the sample isn't big enough for it to become balanced. So you may have two four in a rows that start, okay, and there's no one in a rows. So consequently, you still have to let the game evolve. But it's better just to keep a running count of the events in the SAP count and just look at the straight numbers. Whatever is ahead, bet that it will stay ahead. Then we took a look at the least, we talked about the least common statistic. And least common gives you two opportunities usually to bet against it. You want to bet against least common. So if you have all two in a rows and no three in a rows, when that next potential two in a row comes up, you want to bet that it's going to go opposite. If it does repeat, goes to say a player three in a row that's still called a potential three or more in a row so instead of betting it will stay a three in a row bet it will go to a four in a row there's a great rule that that uh, comes along with baccarat i think maybe many of you have, have played it um, learn this or either learn it the hard way is don't bet what you haven't seen and that's a good thing to keep in mind if you're considering making a bet in baccarat Always bet what has occurred or what you have seen. If you haven't seen any three in a rows in Baccarat, it's probably not a good idea to bet that you're going to see a three in a row. Um, now, of course, there's a lot of things that, there's a lot of other statistics to look at. But at the highest level, and that's what we're talking about first, is don't bet what you haven't seen. And I'm sure a lot of our players uh, will do that. Um, okay, so... I think that uh, we'll wrap it up now, and I'll say tomorrow night, uh, just as a reminder, we have the 5D session. Uh, you can sign up. It's free uh, to pretty much everyone. Sign up. We're going to have the great uh, Catches One uh, speaking and uh, with some guests uh, chatting uh, when he needs a little bit of a breather. Uh, that's tomorrow night, 8 p.m. Eastern Time on Beat the Casino. You can sign up uh, at Beat the Casino, and I, I'll put the link below, and I think I put it in last night's uh, session. We have, uh, it's limited to 100, and honestly, I think I have 88 signed up now. So there's a few more spots open if you want to try to grab them. Yeah, tomorrow night's uh, going to be great. We're going to go through it hand by hand. Uh, worst comes to worst, I will record it and it will become available uh, to the public. Also, too, you can go ahead at Beat the Casino and grab the free uh, 5D manual uh, from us. And it, it goes more into, it utilizes the SAP uh, features of uh, of what we're talking about and explains them a little bit more in detail and what to look for in disparity. So you go ahead and grab that free as a gift to all our players. So 
Uh, in any event, I want to thank you for uh, uh, chiming in tonight. We're going to go ahead and uh, do the live seminar tomorrow. So hopefully a lot of you are coming and then we'll pick it up again live on Tuesday night here with our uh, nightly uh, Baccarat and Blackjack uh, talk, talking about some more legacy systems, some of the more esoteric ones. I think, uh, I think you'll find it very interesting. So um, until next time, uh, this is uh, Keith signing off from uh, Beat the Casino, and thanks for watching.